All right, good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always, with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are P.S. This is Awesome, a PlayStation podcast. This is episode 186, and this is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. But before we get on with the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash P.S. This is Awesome, and visit us on Twitter at P.S. This is Awesome, and Tumblr, P.S. This is Awesome.tumblr.com. If you want to make fun or a trophy list on the PlayStation Network, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw01. And as always, you can write the show at PS This Is Awesome at gmail.com. And most importantly, don't forget to share the show with your friends and make sure you leave comments and rate the podcast as you see fit. This really helps us get into the ears of all the other people looking for new podcasts to listen to. So leave kind words. Uh, I guess leave shitty words if you want to, but I uh, appreciate that you didn't. But anyways, yeah, that does help us out. So with all that out of the way, Jake, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm conscious, which is which is incredible, considering that uh, we played a show last night. It was pretty late. Got home late. Yeah. And then uh, I went to the Moto America race in Pittsburgh today. Oh, so man. I had to be up really early. So I'm operating on very little sleep. And I was sitting in the sun all day. So I've, you know how, how, like, when you sit in the sun all day, it feels like you've just got the shit kicked out of you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's kind of what I feel like. I was like, I got home and I was considering, I took a shower and I was considering taking a nap because you text me and it was like two hours before we were going to start mm-hmm. and I just got home. And I was like, you know what? I, I got to just stay up and watch TV or something because if I fucking lay down, I am not waking back up. Yeah. So, but all things considered, feeling pretty good. Good, man. Happy to hear it. Yeah. We, um, yeah, like you said, we had a show last night. I, I had a doubleheader. You know, your wife and I went and played a gig at the general store for two hours outside, and it was a really nice day. And then, you know, we went up to the Dan Fest and played that. And, uh, man, I, I'm beat. I, I feel – and I every every uh, fall I get, like, a recurring cough. Now, I know we're not quite in fall yet, but I have this dry cough. And uh, in the back of my head, I'm like – could be Delta. Could be it. Don't know. Could be like could be Lambda. Could be Delta. Could be any of these fucking be... things, right? Yeah, I don't, it seems a little it, early it, it to have be. this. I mean, I, otherwise, I feel okay, except for I'm getting old. Like my neck hurts, and you know all the normal things that happen when your body starts. I don't know, decomposing while you're alive. Yeah. It just slowly melts off you. You know, your skin peels back, and your nails get long, and you. I don't know. You lose your hair and. Your your bones get smaller, and man, it's just and weak. It's bad, man. Your teeth fall out. <laughs> Think about it, man. It's just like you deacon, like living. It's like that's what we're essentially all zombies. <laughs> you know, we just haven't gotten to the full. We just haven't metamorphosized yet completely. Uh, but yeah, man. So things are good. I spent uh, a whole thirty minutes mowing my grass today, and uh, the thing that sucks about my lawn 
and uh, we won't get too much into it because I know you were cutting down trees and all kinds of crazy stuff. But I have a tree in my front yard that the city planted before we bought our house. They just thought it was a beautification project, and they planted these trees. Um, but the roots of the trees are consistently uh, kicking up the sidewalks, right? So the, the sidewalks are no longer level in front of my house. And the city turns around, and they tell people who own these houses, well, that's your your problem. You have to fix it, and they'll fine you if you don't. So it's it's really backhanded and screwed up. It's like, okay, we get it. Like, you know, it's it's dangerous for people to walk on a messed up sidewalk, and I guess it's it's on my property, but you're the one who planted the damn tree. But anyways, this tree out front, it, it consistently grows uh, branches that come down, and they they hover over the sidewalk, so people walking in front of my house, like, they're, they're, it's like they're, I don't know, it's like they're, they're trying to run through a gauntlet, like they're bobbing and weaving, like they're training for basketball or football or something, trying to get... Anyways, I, I was cutting down all the limbs out there, but then I don't live close to the woods, and you can't just leave all these limbs lying around, and then there's burn ordinances, you know, here in town, so it's just like, then I had to like break and strip down these limbs and you know it's just a pain in the ass and I'm out there just cutting these these limbs over and over and over so I can squeeze them into these Home Depot bags I have to buy and it's just and then I gotta set them out on the curb and then some guy comes and picks them up every every other Sunday night so it's been a pain man it should be easier than this can you cut that tree down? I don't know I actually don't know if I can I, I don't know what the rules are. I think like if if there were issues with the, the, the tree and it was interfering with traffic, I think I could probably call the city and have them chop a limb off or two. It shouldn't be on my dime, but I think if I want it removed, it's on my dime. And then I could still maybe get fined for doing it because they planted it. It's so weird. It seems like such a backwards thing. If you're going to fucking plant a tree and it's going to ruin the sidewalk because a lot of my neighbors... Uh, you know, the city goes through and they'll use like this green spray paint and they'll mark all these places on the sidewalk where it's like uh, cattywampus, right? Where it could cause like something that someone could trip over. And then you get it. Then you get a letter in the mail that says, hey, you have to fix your sidewalk by such and such date. Here's a list of people who can do it for you. And it's just like, well, the sidewalk wouldn't be a piece of shit if you didn't plant these trees right next to it and let them grow eternally large you know the root systems are just as big as they are you know what you can see sometimes bigger underground it's just it's just so stupid it's a city man well yeah I mean think about uh, let me tell you this it'll probably cost you as much to have the sidewalk fixed as it would to cut the tree down yeah so but if you think about it, even if you cut the tree down, you're going to have to fix the sidewalk anyway. So yeah. I don't know what they're going to do when they fix the sidewalk. Are they going to cut all the roots out Dude, I from underneath of it? And then is that going to kill the tree? And then you're going to have to have it cut down anyway. It's a huge like, it's, tree. It won't kill it. This tree's enormous. And that's part of the problem is like when you live in like a, a tight-knit neighborhood where houses are really close, like downing a tree... It's like right next to like a road that people park on, and like if it went down the wrong way, like there's no right way to drop this tree without it hitting a house. It's tall enough now. Well, they don't. <clears throat> they don't. When you're in a situation like that, they don't drop. They it. lop it little they, by they little. Put right? some, they put someone up in a bucket truck and they cut like a t- the top off. Then they come down a little bit. Then they yeah. cut a little off. Then they come down a little bit, and then they kind of feed it into a wood chipper as they go, yeah. so that it's not you know. 
you know, you're not dropping it in the middle of the road. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That should be that should be a simulator. This should be a PlayStation simulator game. Tree feller, <laughs> tree feller, or something. They've been they've been simulating everything else. You, you can mow the grass. Would... You can be a police officer. Yeah, anything. There's so many sim games. Well, Jake, let's talk about some video games real quick. Oh man, what a freaking weekend! And it's here and gone. Um, so it finally happened. Anyone who who cares. I'm finally pitching for Boston, uh, the Red Sox, that is, in my MLB Road of the Show character. Um, hitting like absolute trash. Uh, for some reason, every baseball that I hit goes straight towards like the third baseman or right towards the outfielder. I can't seem to time my hits to hit the gaps. I did have a two home run game recently. I took one deep over the Green Monster, which is like the really, really high fence in left field uh, at the at the Boston's uh, <laughs> stadium. And uh, man, I don't know. So I'm finishing up Ratchet and Clank. I'm interested in Hades, and I really, really want to play a horror game. I have the itch for it. But last night, I was not last night. Night before last night, I was surfing the, the net play PSN. And I've had my eye on that detached game for PSVR, and the sale is mm. about to expire. It's like $8 right now. And I was like, you know, I really want to try that because I think it'd be a cool experience. I may not finish the game, and it's a pain in the ass to set up VR because you have to configure your PlayStation, your TV, and like, uh, it's such a pain in the ass. But because the problem, it's like a twofold problem, and I don't, have to get, I don't have to get way into it, but like when you have a Sony TV and you have a, a Sony PS5, it's so smart that it causes more issues when you're running the breakout box and you want to quickly switch stuff because it's trying – it just identifies stuff differently and puts it in different resolutions. And then when you plug back in the PS5, it's on the lower resolution or whatever, and then you have to like recalibrate the – it's just a pain in – it's just a pain in the ass, man. So it's almost like I wish I wouldn't have bought in this game because I feel obligated to play it, but I don't want to deal with the headache. I don't know. I really wanted to play it, though. And then one other thing on the sale I want to say real quick, and then I want to hear what you're playing. That Walking Dead remastered, like, the entire Compendium series, Skybound took off the hands of Telltale. It's all remastered. It's not glitchy anymore. It's apparently, like plays super well the artwork has been all redone to look look better and and uh there's more detail um that's on sale right now too for like 35 bucks and it's all four seasons you get the michonne episode and you get the 100 days episode um and uh or the entire i think michonne came with three or something three or four so there's the the four seasons that involve clementine and then there's the Michonne add-on, which I believe is three episodes, and it's the uh, 100 Days bonus episode, and it's like 35 bucks for all of them, and it's all remastered, and Skybound got involved, and, and they really, I th- from what I've read, like if you're going to play these games ever again, uh, this is the way to play them. They're, they're not janky. But so it's really tempting to dive back into that because I kind of want to do a horror thing and I think it'd be kind of fun to do those online. Um, if anyone wanted to watch, I could just stream them from my PlayStation. Uh, but because it's kind of fun. But I, I know we don't have a huge listener base, but I thought that would be kind of fun to put up on our YouTube channel, not do anything fancy with it. Just like okay, I'm going to play you know the first first episode, second episode, and then get to season two and then season three. But anyways, I think I might pick it up. I don't know. Because I haven't played the final season. So if I do get it, I don't know if I'm going to jump into the final season and just play that. 
or if I'm just going to start from scratch to get reinvested. It's it's a tall. I mean, you kind of need to start from scratch, right? Because your saves and everything won't be there. It'll just it'll have randomized all your right. choices. Yeah, because I had all that through the Telltale site. Now it's Skybound, so you're probably right. And then last, but I don't. Yeah, know. no, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know Jake. I, it's, it's it seems cool. Um, and then lastly, we had talked about Apple TV, and you told me about that documentary with you McGregor and that other dude. Um, and dude, I Charlie Borman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched the new one. I started watching the first one where they were like really fucking young. You know what I mean? And they're going yeah. to like survival training and stuff, and like learn how to like yeah. in case like the Russians attack them and stuff. And it was really intense. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is insane. Like, what do these guys think they're getting into? And it was kind of fun, and they were youthful, and they were you know, and all that stuff. But then I, I was like, you know what? I want to watch something that's like high def and like. You know, because back then, that first one, they didn't even really have an easy way to film, like, helmet cams or anything. Like, they had these weird things hooked up, and, like, communications was an issue, and, like, you know, it was, like, old. So, like, now we have helmet cams and all kinds of stuff. So, like, I want to see something modern, so, like, it's just the, the production is better, you know? So, I watched the latest one. And man, I couldn't stop watching it. And and like, dude, it's so good, right? I haven't watched yeah. the new one, but oh. just like the the concept is really oh, interesting. It's fantastic. And they took those uh, those Harley uh, e bikes, and like, you know, I will say it at certain points, it it seemed overly dramatic. Uh, like they were just trying to add tension to keep the the watchers, you know what I mean, the viewers like involved. But like, I mean, there were some there were some shady things. Like you know, when when you get to like the you know when you when you're in Juarez, you know, in in Mexico, and like you're worried that your bike's battery's gonna run out, and it's like, yeah, this isn't the ideal spot to stop, especially because we're kind of famous, and like you know the cartels and shit might take us hostage. Like that's a real fucking thing, you know. And like, right. and then like crossing borders, and uh, there were some elevation issues at one point. Not to spoil anything, but like you know, you get up in the mountains and stuff, and you know it's harder to breathe and. Um, it affects people differently, and I don't know if you knew, but Charlie Boardman or whatever is Boardman is a Boardman. Yeah. yeah, he he had been in two motorcycle accidents coming into this one, so like he's a little jacked up to begin with, and it's like wow, man, like his his he had like tons of surgery and stuff, but he's fine. He can ride a bike, you know, but he's got a little mm-hmm. bit of a limp and stuff. So. So his health was like, you know, and you McGregor's always like commenting about, man, I just, I just don't want Charlie to go down. You know, they're riding through this fucking like mud and shit. And like, you know, at nighttime and like a, in a, in a thunderstorm and like, you know, the traffic in those Southern cities is just, it's pandemonium. Like they don't obey traffic laws. They have their own set. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, and they're just winging around in these cities and stuff in the muck and the mud. And like most of those roads they traveled didn't even seem to be paved, man. They're out of control. It looks awesome, man. You got to watch it. It's so good. Good. What do you? Yeah, what I, you if into? I can fucking get uh, Apple TV to work, <laughs> then I'll, I'll why go can't ahead and it work? That. I don't know if I've talked about it on the no. podcast, but it literally refuses to let me do it. All every single so like because I don't I don't know if it's because I don't have any Apple devices, yeah. but it's like I have an Apple account. I use it to buy shit on the Apple Store, mm-hmm. but if you go to like the Apple account page. Or the Apple Store page, or the Apple TV Plus page. Mm-hmm. All three of them have different personal information for me. Different payment information, different addresses, mm-hmm. different everything. I'm using the <laughs> same ID to log into all three of them, 
what spawned this is that you know, Apple's like, oh, yeah, you get six free months, whatever the fuck. Just go on your PlayStation and log in with your <laughs> Apple ID, and then you automatically get six free months or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I do it, and it's like, oh, you have to update your payment info because it's your credit card's expired or some shit like that. So I went to do it, and it, like, wouldn't let me do it. And I tried creating a new Apple ID. It just won't let me log um i tried contacting technical support they're like we can't help you we have to have somebody fucking call you and i'm like and now i i don't care that much i'll just fucking buy it like this is wasting so much of my time i'll just buy it on amazon prime or something so like you that. clicked then, well so you you downloaded the apple tv app on the ps5 right that's where you start mm-hmm. and it's like if you this requires an app this this requires an apple id if you have one put it in if you want to create a new one go ahead and create a new one right you get those options yeah and you're like i've got one and you put in your info and it just won't recognize it or like what's the app do no no i log in I log, it's like, oh yeah, you're logged in. Here's your name, blah, blah, blah. And then I go to uh, the the long way up because I wanted to watch that the other day because I was home alone and I click on it and it's like, subscribe to Apple TV Plus. And I'm like, okay, even though I'm already logged in and it hasn't asked me to subscribe yet, I'll go, okay, I'll I click on it and it's like, okay. Uh, so I go to subscribe and it's like, Okay, and it thinks for a second, and then it's like, you're, you have to update your payment info. Go to the Apple TV Plus website mm. to update your payment information. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, my credit card that's on my account expired. is probably yeah, expired right. sure. or something like that. I haven't used it in a while. So I log in on the Apple TV Plus website, which it told me to do, and I have no option to edit my payment information. Mm. I can see it, and not only can I see it, it's not mine. It's completely wrong. Random address, random credit card number, random phone number. None of it's mine, but it's my ID. And so I'm like, this is fucking weird. Not only all of that, but it won't let me change it. So on top, so I was like, okay, fine. I go to the Apple ID page, like the page, the actual Apple website where you do all your account settings and all that shit. I log in there all of my contact information, payment information, everything is correct. So I'm like, that's weird. So I go to the Apple store page, which is where you can like buy music and whatever books and all that stuff. Log in there. It works, has my personal information, but it's different. Mm. It's it's like correct. It's like from my old house. Right. So they're not like, synced. Like I talked to Troy about this because he's a big Apple guy, another guy in our band, <laughs> and he's got he's like he's like I've got like fourteen Apple devices. Like he's not even kidding. He's oh, like, I know, I've got like fourteen yeah. Apple devices. I've never heard of this before. You have one Apple ID, and your account information is shared across no matter what device or account you log right, in. Right? Yeah, it's just shared. I'm like, is this like some fucking hack that Apple is like imposing on me because mm. I don't own any Apple devices? And I just have an Apple ID, and they're trying to fucking spam me into buying an well, iPhone or something. I, if you get an it's, iPhone, you're fucked because it's not going to recognize your user ID, and it's not going to work. Well, and this is why I was like, okay, I'll I'll buy a... Uh, and I'm sure people are like, why aren't you talking about games? Well, this is like related to PlayStation, because this is the whole reason I did this. <laughs> yeah, we're going on a bit. Because the PlayStation, six months free fucking shit with Apple TV+. Plus. So... 
I was like, okay, maybe there's something squirrely about my account. So I went and I created <laughs> a new Apple ID specifically to do this. And then when I go to Apple TV Plus and I log in with my new ID, even though that ID works on the store and it works on the account page, mm. when I go to Apple TV Plus and I log in with my new ID, it says, we're sorry, we cannot log you in. Wow. That's all it says. It doesn't say your password's wrong. It doesn't say there's a problem with your account. Uh. It doesn't say anything. It doesn't say like we're having server issues. It just says, nope. I think, and that's basically. The I end think of the it. only thing worse than that would be if it told you that there's already an account in existence for you. Like that would be yeah, like I, I'd be like, you know what? I'm a hundred percent done with these guys. No, man. I, yeah. For me, literally, so, I, I have an iPhone. I put it up on the PS5. It said, "Give log in using your Apple ID and password." I did it. It says you have to click the button to agree. After six months, you're going to get charged unless you cancel it by such and such date. And I'm right. like, agree. And it's like, welcome to Apple TV. And I type in long way up, literally two minutes. And I was watching it. Like it was That's so bizarre. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to try because Sarah has an Apple ID that she uses with her iPad to buy books and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try hers and see if that works. But I'm just, dude, there was fucking smoke coming out of my ears. <laughs> like I was on the, the support chat with Apple at like 10 o'clock at night. And they probably think you're a hacker and, or something. They probably think you're trying and to this break guy, into account. And, this, and I don't know if it's because of the time zone or like because of the time of day or whatever, because it was so late at night. But it was some guy in India and... It, he was like completely misunderstanding everything I was trying to explain yeah. to him. So like that just added a layer of frustration to this. And he, he kept saying like, every time I'm like, I'm having this problem, I'm having this problem, I'm having this problem. He, he kept saying like, and I told him a million times, I like, I don't have any Apple products. Yeah. Like my wife has a, an iPad, but that's her own thing. Right. That's not, I don't have anything attached to it. And he kept saying like, please give me the serial number of the Apple device you're having trouble with. And I'm just like, Listen, guy, yeah. I understand there's a language barrier issue here, but this is not my problem. Please give me to somebody. Who a lot can of those me. technical support then, guys, they have to like read from scripts too. Like, and it's yeah, like it's like I a know. flow it's, chart. It's, I don't blame this guy. I mean, he's just doing a job. Yeah. But at the same, like from a customer's perspective, it's very, very wow. frustrating when I'm just trying to pay you to use your service, wow. and you're just like, "Nah, we're just gonna make it hard for you." So I have not succeeded. You have had the easiest time in the world. I have had the polar opposite of that. That's why this show's so, so interesting. You know, I mean, like, we'll see if I can get it to work with uh, with yeah. Sarah's account. Well, but are you? Are you? I, I don't know. Did you get Hades? Are you playing anything right now? What are you playing? So. I have been so pretty much most of this week I've been playing The Ascent which I talked about last week which is that game I've been playing on Game Pass which is like the um, twin stick like cyberpunk RPG Uh, and uh, it's fucking awesome but I'll tell you what and I don't mind talking about it a little bit because we did have a commenter on YouTube say that he appreciated that I was talking about it so that is true thanks for writing in by the way yeah Thank you. But I will say this, because I'm playing on a, a base Xbox One, so not an Xbox One X, and definitely not like one of the new series consoles. And, dude, I'm not even fucking around with you. This game has the longest load times of any game I've ever played in my entire life. And 
I, I'm sure it has to do with optimization with the old hardware and all this kind of stuff. Once you're in the game, it's fine because there's very little loading. But like, I timed it. I got my phone out. I got a stopwatch because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. From the time I click the icon for the ascent on the desktop of my Xbox to when I'm actually playing, and I literally, as soon as the menu pops up, I say, continue. I don't even wait. I just say continue. From the time I press the, the go on the desktop to the time that I play, eight and a half minutes, Fred. Eight and a half minutes of loading. That's crazy. To get into this fucking game. And on top of that, I was listening to some like review discussion about it. And people were talking about all these glitches. And I'm like, I haven't had hardly any glitches at all. And then... Uh, and then just recently in the last day or so, I started having a couple of crashes here and there. And it's honestly like I can deal with the eight and a half minute load time because there's rest mode, right? I just go into rest mode and I can jump right back into it. I don't have to reload that. Mm -hmm. But when the game fucking crashes, uh. I have to reload. It takes 10 minutes to get back into it. So, you know, if I'm playing before work or something, I only got 30, 40 minutes to play before I have to leave. And it's like I spent 10 minutes of that loading the game. Right. So wow, it's frustrating. I still think the game is great. Uh, but and there are some really, really bad balance issues with it. Like, you know, regular RPG, you get a quest. You have to go to the quest location, then do the questy thing, right? And then you come back and get your reward or whatever that shit is. They do a really bad job of like, oh, I'm level 10 and I'm going to do this level 7 quest or whatever. Right. And they they run you through an area that has like level 20 bad guys in it. Even though the quest area does not have super high level bad to guys. To get there, you have to go through. To get there, they have you go through fucking guys that are twice your level. It's just and I'm so just like, la it's lazy. Like, it's lazy uh, and, and level It's design. just this... Yeah, it's like these little details that are really a big miss for this game. But like, if you overlook that stuff, so the technical issues and the balance issues, the game is really, really cool. I think everything, I, other than that, I think very highly of it. <clears throat> now, the other thing that I've been playing, because I thought this, because I'm a huge fan and I thought it would also be a little bit timely, is I'm actually playing the beta for Diablo 2 Resurrected. All right. I didn't know there right was now, one. That's which cool. Is, Awesome. Yeah. So it's technically only available for those that pre-order the game. And, uh, and I was thinking about it yesterday cause I didn't even know what was happening this weekend. And then I find, I saw something on my, on my, the PS five and, and I was like, well, how much is the game? Right. So I looked it up and it's like $40. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well it's not that expensive. And then I was like, I'm going to fucking buy it anyway. So I was like, you know what? I'll just pre-order it so I can play the beta and then I can talk a little bit about it on the podcast yeah. because it's a big, it's, I think it's a big game coming up. It's at least a historic game. And, uh, I will say this, it, after playing so much Diablo three, it is definitely kind of old <laughs> like even with the new rapper and everything it is it is a little bit kind of it's a lot more clumsy than i remember it being yeah. and now maybe part of that has to do with the fact that they're trying to map the original point and click controls to a controller yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm sure that has something to do with it but uh you know there's some clunk to it that i think is um is something that i i guess kind of 
washed out of my own brain whenever I was thinking. It's been a long time since I played. I mean, it's probably been eight or nine years since I played it. Maybe, maybe even longer. So I don't remember it being as janky. They do have a cool feature where you can switch between the the new performance or the new uh, the resurrected mode and what they call legacy mode, which is the original graphics, yeah. which is pretty That's neat. Cool. Which is pretty. Yeah. It's like wild to switch like back and forth between the old pixelated sprite stuff and like the new like three D shit. Um, it looks really good. Uh, the atmosphere is still great. The skills are everything that you remember. The music is still fucking just on point for this game. Um, I'm like probably two through the first act. Uh, I don't know how long it uh, the beta goes for. I think it only goes what days today the 15th i think it actually only goes through today so i might actually be done with it until it comes out but i mean it comes out in a month so i'll be able to play more of it but um i started a paladin it was always my favorite class Mm -hmm. whenever i was playing it when i was a kid probably because it was easy compared to the other classes it's safe but uh yeah i mean it's just just kind of like not as brute forcey as the barbarian but like pretty you know you wear heavy armor you like you know you do it's a lot of melee attacks and defensive auras and things like this for sure but uh it's diablo 2 it's it's really kind of weird the way that they did the interface the ui it's it's different i wish they just kind of like kept the original ui i don't know why they had to change it um and then uh the what was what was i gonna say oh uh i don't remember but it's one of the the controller works pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... It seems like the hitting and stuff is a little bit... This is a product of the game, though. It's not a product of the way that they did the control scheme. The game... Diablo 2 was way more of a hardcore... I say hardcore in quotes, RPG. Like, you actually adjusted the stats of your yeah, character. Yeah, I remember them. You actually rolled to hit every time you swung. So, like, you would swing and you could miss as opposed to definitely hitting every time. Like, you, none of that shit is in Diablo 3. <clears throat> Right. So, um, you know, you get into the game and you go and you're swinging at an enemy and it's like miss, miss, and then you hit. And, and it's like, so there's some of that like kind of legacy RPG element to it that is takes a little like re-getting used to, like getting reacclimated with all that. But I am still enjoying it. So I am hoping, I'm still kind of anxious to see when it comes out. I haven't heard if like your beta character is going to transfer or if they're going to wipe the servers whenever they launch the game on September 23rd. But uh, I am excited to play more of it. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, thanks for sharing. And also, this was a news point, but with all the negative press surrounding Blizzard, there is a nice write-up over on the PlayStation blog about how they adopted Diablo 2 to work with the controller. So it's a really interesting, cool read, if you guys are interested. It's on the PlayStation blog. So I'll check that out. I didn't even know. Yeah. So let's dive into the news, Jake. What do you say? Um, this I'm not even sure if this is news, Jake, but I wanted to say I did download the Blue Box Game Studios trailer app for that game Abandoned, and I texted you uh, briefly about that, I think, at one point. But there were hiccups, and the trailer app wasn't really working, and it led to the studio announcing there was a visual glitch uh, or something now. And then finally, 
uh, they announced, hey, it's working now. So we have a trailer we can watch on the Blue Box game app on the PS5, which the whole reason for this trailer app is that it uses the internals of the PS5 to power the trailer. So it's not like a movie. It like actually they're claiming that it's using the system processing to, to, to show you the trailer, right? And, and it's to prove that what the game's going to look like. Um, and it does it in real time. But unfortunately, um, there are unselectable boxes in the trailer app menu for a cinematic reveal trailer, a trailer, a release trailer, and then two gameplay demonstrations, which I'll indicate available soon. Um so there was a patch that got rolled out that allowed you to watch this trailer, right? This and it was five gigabytes of a patch, and then the trailer when you finally get in and watch it, it's just a stagnant shot of like this wooden floor, and then you see somebody's like leg and foot walk, and it's maybe like four seconds long. I'm not even joking. It's like fucking four seconds long, and it's like. That's it. And, like, that's the trailer. And it looked awesome. Like, the quality looked great. But, I mean, it's four fucking seconds or five seconds. And it's the exact same thing that they've already shown on their Twitter account. So, Mm. instead of downloading the five gigabyte patch and downloading the trailer app right now because there's nothing else you can do with it, um, this was such a laughable thing. Um, But I guess it's only hilarious because such a big deal has been made about this trailer app. Everyone's talking about it. And I guess, you know, if if they've done anything right or wrong, I mean, they say all publicity is good publicity. I don't know in the sake of this game, but I mean, they sure are getting a lot of attention and they haven't shown much of shit for this game. And it's it's just because of all the weird uh, correlations that people were finding or, you know, looking for, for Kojima being involved in stuff. So anyways, I, I want to let everyone know that I did watch this thing and I just felt like it was a complete colossal waste of my time to even download this thing. And you're like, dude, it's probably China spying on you. And I'm like, yeah, it could well, be. that's why, that's why I told you. I was like, until we know what the fuck this thing is, I'm not even going to bother downloading it. Cause for all I know, it could be like some Chinese spyware and they're like going to hack my system and they'll be taking notes on everything that I'm doing. And- oh man. I, I, it, it's i'm sure it's not that at all because you know sony's backing this at least a little bit but it's just at the same time it's like it's too it's too much i can't deal with the the idea of an app though to run your trailer in real time using the system hardware to prove to you that there's no smoke and mirrors is kind of cool i think it is but what does that really mean nothing really you know i mean like it, it it's like like, cause there's, people have no cognizance or like, there's no tangibility to watching a video versus, versus seeing it on your PlayStation yeah. and just trusting that it's actual in-game footage trailer. Yeah. Footage. Right. You know because what I mean? A lot of people just say so, this is in-game footage, right? They must think that they're onto something so relevatory that like, they have to show people that, yeah, this is, in fact, running. I mean, it didn't look that good to me. I don't know. It is what it is. But, hey, be on the lookout for a new Call of Duty uh, Vanguard trailer. There's been a lot of uh, leaks about this. Um, No reveal date. Push Square seemed to think it's on the way. Jake, I don't... I'm not a Call of Duty player. Do I enjoy it when I have it and I, you know, it's on my system and I'm screwing around with it? Sure, it's fine. I prefer Battlefield, I think. But the latest Battlefield kind of blew balls, too. So, I... I don't know. I'm kind of over these games. 
I want. I do. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know anything about Vanguard, but I don't think anybody does. But except that it might be in World War II. Um, but uh, I do have interest in playing the campaign for Cold War. And the reason why I say that is because the campaign for Cold War was wholly developed by Raven Studios, which is like they're fucking awesome. Which one? They, which one's they, Cold War? That's the one from last year. This most recent. Do we one. have that yet? Was that a plus game? No. Okay. No. Right. Not that I, at least not that I'm aware. Yeah, of. I think I was. I would have played in that it. one. I'm just trying to catch up with what you're saying here. There's so many Call of Duty games. Yeah. Because like, and Raven did that, and Raven is like the studio behind. You remember the game Heretic? Yeah, dude, so good. And Hexen yeah, and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, and they did Quake Four. They did. Um, they did Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, which is fucking Heretic awesome. Heretic and Hexen they, are such deep references. Like, they're so good. I love that you I, know dude, what they I are. Like, we're probably yeah. the only two people in our group that would even know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Heretic is so awesome, though. I used to play that game. I, I don't know how I got it. My, the my demo disc. You probably, you bought you it probably got it on, on a demo disc, and then, like, you're like, oh shit, this is this is real deal, and then that's how you found out about it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I had the I have the full game. I think I still have the yeah. disc somewhere, but like, I, I maybe I did have the shareware or something, and then I went out and bought like the full version of the game. I, I don't remember. It was but easy like, to hack games in. Yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they're they're really really storied developer as far as like their ability to make games. So I, I am curious in uh, how cold, cold war. war turned out. I, I don't really have any comments on Vanguard other than the fact that they're really cutting it close with this reveal. I mean, it's halfway through August and we still haven't seen anything about the call of duty game, which yeah. is probably coming out in two and a half months. Hard to say, you know, three months Soon maybe. So before the end of the year. Yeah. November for sure. Yeah. All right, well, moving on. Uh, huge news for Grand Theft Auto fans. Uh, Jake, apparently Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas are being remastered for the PS5, PS4, and also rumored to have original graphics mixed in with new graphics. This is a guy I work with who's gotten really into video games, <coughs> and he broke this news to me. He came over and said, man, did you hear they're making, uh, they're redoing all those Grand Theft Auto games? Like, what? He goes, yeah, Reddit's on fire. Everyone's talking about it. I was like, oh, man, I, I didn't hear anything about it, you know? But he was saying that, like, he was so excited about these. And I'm like, sure. You know, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I like the Grand Theft Auto games. I I don't even know. I mean, they're they're all pretty much the same thing. The stories are different, right? It's a, you can, same thing can be said about Uncharted. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just like an iteration of itself with a different story, different gimmick, different location, you know, but man, it's a cash cow. Dude, I'll tell you this. Uh, I love Grand Theft Auto three. I got so much time out of that game when it first came out on PS two, mm-hmm. we bought that. And I remember my, my cousin, um, who lived kind of caddy corner from us. He used to come over all the time and we would just pass the controller back and forth, just doing random shit, like trying to get our star level all the way up yeah. or like you know, we would, we would, there was this one part on the map where there was this really dramatic hill. Oh yeah. It was like off the road. It was like an off road thing. And, uh, we would take turns like picking a car to see who could get up the hill climb and like, just like weird, sh- like may- do jumps and stuff. Um, but, uh, I won't lie. I, 
Santa, or, uh, Vice City is like my favorite. Dude, the music it's, in Vice City is fantastic. The music is so good. The atmosphere, like they introduced motorcycles and shit in that one. Um, it was just the atmosphere of that game was just so dope. That eighties Miami, it was kind so of good. Aesthetic. Vice City was awesome. Uh, uh, I will say this: I I would definitely be interested in playing these if they update the controls. Yeah. If they update the controls to the modern shooting mechanics and not like the modern GTA shooting mechanics and not like the original sort of like tank controls that they used to have, then uh, I would be much more interested. But if I got to fight the fucking control scheme, then I probably won't play them unless Uh. there's something really special about it. But but it is cool that they're doing it. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I mean, and they have the resources to do this. Probably churn it out pretty pretty fast and put the time in. I, I'm guessing depending on how well this does, they, they've also kind of kicked around the idea of doing the original Red Dead games. You know, Red Red Dead uh, Revolver, and then uh, what was the other one? Red, Red Dead Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, put getting those two redone. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, it's been quite a long time since the last PlayStation event, Jake. Uh, pu- I read this on Push Square, and uh, they said it's been quite a while since PlayStation really had anything major, almost pretty much a year. Um, we've been getting state of play sporadically. We just saw the release of Ratchet and Clank, a rift apart. Um, and fall, you know, uh, this season always seems to be lackluster for Sony, uh, especially first party releases. And now that God of War and Horizon are pushed out. And the only really notable release coming soon is that Kenna Bridge of Spirits game. Um, rumors are starting to circulate that perhaps Sony has a big conference up its sleeve. Uh, the rumors are starting because the points of communication for PlayStation, including their Twitter account, their YouTube account, and their PlayStation blog, all have updated uh, artwork for their banners. Um, is this just a visual upgrade? Is it a sign of something on the horizon that's coming? Like, I don't know... I don't know what to say about this, but I, I think that it's interesting. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just want to play a horror game. I wouldn't be surprised because they had a VR event, and we'll get to this in a little bit. We're going to talk more VR later in the show. They had a VR event that they don't maybe show off some of the PlayStation VR here this fall on a state on a, on a big PlayStation event thing, but I don't think we're going to get a big PlayStation event. We might get another state of play all focused on VR or something, but I don't think we're going to get another event until those games are pretty much out the door and ready to be announced. And like, you know what I mean? What do you think? Um, I don't know. It's really late for them to be announcing some kind of in-person event. Uh, I mean, unless they're doing it in like late December or something Even like that. Even if they did which it online, maybe they will. You know, like it's just like, yeah. I mean, maybe they're doing it online, which would be cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, with these things with Sony, with these events and these streams and stuff that they do, like I anymore, I just don't even bother speculating or believing anything on it until I actually see something from Sony that says we are doing this this day. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, now they're actually doing an event. But how often is the industry speculating like, oh, there's going to be a state of play in sometime in August? Or, oh, uh, maybe Sony's doing a fucking PSS, PSX this year. Right. And it's like, it's just a lot of like, just people blowing smoke and, and 
and nothing is really ever happens or nothing exciting ever happens. Or usually the, the, uh, the, the predictions are way off base or if they're on base, they're not exactly what you expected them to be. And I mean, a lot of this has to do with the fact that Sony doesn't communicate with their audience, but at the same time, you know, if there's nothing it, to communicate, like, there's nothing to communicate. Yeah. I wish Sony would just come out and just be like, Oh, Hey, uh, the rest of the year, this is what we have planned. We have a state of play in August. We have a state of play in November and we're going to do like an end of the year bash thing. And it's all online. Nobody get your fucking hopes up. This is what it is. And maybe a general like outline of like this state of play is going to be about Indies. Yeah. This state of play is going to be about VR. This state of play is going to be about, <laughs> you know, the next big games for us or, or whatever it is. Uh, you know, I don't know. That would but, certainly get media talking. And they don't even need to, like I said, they don't even need to reveal anything. If they're just like, Hey, uh, sometime in September, we're going to do a state of play. That's all I got to say. And then people will be like, okay, well, we're waiting for this event and they can kind of wiggle it around and then they can wait till the week of to fucking announce it like they tend to do. But like, if they, if they at least gave you an, the audience an idea of what the hell to expect, then there wouldn't be all this rumor milling going on. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe Sony likes it. I have no idea. I don't know what's better for PR, having people guess what the hell you're doing or just being open about what you're doing and having people just like be appreciative of that, like the transparency or like being somewhat cryptic. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what works best in the gaming industry. But I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the uh, the vagueness of it, and the mystery of it probably like keeps the conversation happening, yeah. which, you know, if the conversation is happening, then it's free it publicity. More eyes are on Sony. More people are listening. It, it, more people are interested and engaged. Like, I mean, no press is bad press, whether it's good or bad, yeah. you know? So it, it's, I mean, unless you're talking about an Activision situation, which is <sighs> yeah. story, but like, um, you know, I think that, uh, I think that they're, they got to do something soon. They've been talking about it. Like there's been rumors about an August PS PlayStation state of play for months now. And it's now August 15th, (laughs) halfway through August. And we've seen nothing, heard nothing, nothing out of Sony at all. So, you know, maybe they'll do something over Labor Day weekend or something like a three day weekend. They'll do maybe a little bash or something like that. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get my hopes up. It'll probably be like, we're remastering fucking Parappa the Rappa, which a lot of people would love. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people would love that. It's a great game, but you know, it's not like people are looking for something specific out of them and they're not delivering and they're not even giving any hints about when they're going to deliver on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you're, if you're, I was just, just kind of browsing the, the blog you probably don't want to wait this long, but on September 3rd, that game, The Medium, comes out on PS5. That's in our notes, is... man. Oh, yeah, is it's it? coming up. Let's talk about it. Uh, okay. Yeah, so the the game, The Medium, developed by Bloober Team, who uh, 
Um, we're going to talk about something else that they just announced recently. Um, it was, I think it was initially exclusive to Xbox, was it not, or Microsoft, or PC? Yeah, it was exclusive to, I think, the series consoles. Yeah, so it's coming. Is there a date, is there, a date there Jake? Because I know it's coming in September. Th- September. September 3rd is what it says on the yeah, blog. Yeah, so it's a horror movie, or a horror game, and uh, it's weighing in on a, at a 75 on Metacritic for the PC version of the game, which probably is going to be comparable to the PS5 version. So that's kind of exciting. We're getting that. I didn't, even, I didn't even know that that was going to come our way. Like, I thought, I didn't know that it was even going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd heard it was coming over, like, just recently in the past few weeks. I'd heard that it was coming over. But um, I've heard so many conflicting reports about how good it is yeah. that I didn't, I didn't really dig into it all that much. I've also not really been that interested in playing a horror game recently. That, I mean, that's literally the reason why I haven't played Resident Evil 8 yet. Yeah, is because I just haven't been interested in Dude, playing fall, a horror game. This falls the time and, to do it. But I tell you what, I mean, you're right. It'll be sometime around, sometime around uh, Halloween. Halloween or whatever. Where get, I'll, like, it, you know, the the leaves will be orange. It'll start getting dark early. Like, I'll be interested in all that fucking morbidity pocus, pocus and death. Shit. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so speaking of Bloober Team um, and my interest in scary games. Uh, it's kind of my lucky day because I didn't even know that this was a thing, but apparently there's a Blair Witch game, and they Bloober announced that a VR version uh, is in existence now, and it's already out. They just said, hey, by the way, this game is now VR, and you can play it in VR. Um, it's going to feature additional encounters, sights and sounds. It's going to be uh, $30, price of 30 bucks. And Jake, I was thinking about this, but it seems to me that horror and VR are such an obvious choice. And I'm kind of disappointed we don't have more of this. I mean, we have the Impatient, and we have Resident Evil, and the Kitchen Demo, and then we have Blair Witch, and I think there's like one or two others, but like, I'm surprised we don't have more developers. But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, I think that it's one of those situations where if it's done really well... And it's too immersive. It's such a good experience that people are actually scared to purchase the game. And it's one of the f- well, few situations. That's where I'm at. Yeah, it's one of the. F- that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, it, and like it's weird. You know, sorry to cut no, you no, off. No, go but ahead. Like, but what I, I was just thinking about this, and I, <laughs> I can't do the horror thing. Like, I can do Resident Evil is kind of on the border, and that's because it's more of a thriller than a horror game, yeah. right? Like, I, I just can't deal with, like, the I'm in the dark and then something jumps out and scares me shit. Like, like that's a little bit too much. It's too much for my nerves. So, you like, playing Outlast on, in VR or something? Yeah, I, th- like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your Dude, eyes got But what I was thinking, what I want, I want, like, a VR port of Soma. Oh. Like, I think that would be fucking that's awesome. That's what I, I want Detached to kind of be like that for me. Like, we're just lost yeah. in outer space, right? It's not like a... It's not like a sci-fi thriller, or like Alien or something, but like just being like where it's not like jump scares. It's more like the idea of being isolated in outer space and like needing to like grab onto shit, or else you float away into infinity. Like that seems like it would be really digestible and cool. Yeah, it's it's like it's more like uh, you know environmental horror, sort of horror, or like you know the the game is more tense and thrilling than it is. Scary, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even mind if a game is spooky. Like, obviously, I mentioned Resident Evil, but it's just, I just can't, 
I don't like the. So a lot of people love the cheap scares, yeah. right? I can't stand it. Like, I don't like movies that are like that. I don't like, you know, and the thing, unless it's something like fucking a Friday the 13th movie or something where it's <laughs> oh, just I, like, I, I'm oh, jumpy. He, he, yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, he jumped out of the closet and yeah, killed right. the girl in the shower. Right. It's like, okay. I, well, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Sometimes but the music like, kind of predicates it. Yeah. 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 So, but, but I think it's cool. I think it's cool that they're doing the Blair Witch. It's not a game for me, but I'd be curious to see if you play it. I'd be curious to see how you like it. Yeah, I, I think it's like a lot of like getting lost in the woods. And some of the reviews were like, I I fucking got lost because like if you watch the Blair Witch movie, the, the original, they literally get turned around like four or five times in the woods. And I guess like people are complaining on the reviews just saying like I couldn't fucking get out of the woods I couldn't figure out where to go and I'm like that's probably what's supposed to happen like I don't know you know because I haven't played it but anyways like what I was getting at though with this is like horror and VR are like peanut butter and jelly like it's like perfect it's like the perfect thrill ride right if that's your thing but like what's so weird about it is like when it's done so well it actually can hurt can hurt the game because people just don't want that experience because they're too scared right or they just don't it makes them uncomfortable so can you think of any other video game scenario where the game is done so well and it and it pulls off exactly what it's trying to do that it becomes a turnoff to somebody like i can't uh simulation games oh fair enough yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, simulator. that that's the biggest thing for me right you know like to to give you a prime example i played probably 15 hours of moto gp 2019 and it's just so hard like it's so hard just because it's simulation right you think about even gran turismo if anybody's ever played a fucking gran turismo before qualifying the only thing that you've ever played is need for speed and you're like i'm gonna go play gran turismo no you're not you're gonna you're gonna crash into the wall and you're gonna lose every single race so like do you remember that game driver games do you remember the game driver um, yeah. Do you remember the beginning? You had to like the guys like, or maybe it was called Wheelman or something. And it's like some guys on a radio the, the parking. Yeah, 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 thing yeah. Where you got to learn how to drive. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I think it's driver. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty like, sure it's driver. People haven't gotten past the intro to that because it's so fucking hard. Like the game's not even anywhere near as hard as that intro. Like you have you have like seven or eight tests and you have to complete them all under like a minute. And it's like, okay, now you have to do a perfect 180. Now you have to weave between all these cones and not hit any. Now you have to do this. Now you have to race to one side and get around this, you know, support pillar and round around this other one and get back. And, like, the guy's on the, the headset and he's like, come on, you can do better than that. And it's like, you're, like, trying to go. You're trying to race. And, like, every if you fail, you don't get a checkpoint. It's just like, you can't be our driver. And the game's over. It's like, people can't get past it. It's the funniest thing. But, yeah, that game was really hard, too, man. Ah, so funny. But yeah, man, I I like the idea of horror in VR. I hope we see more of that. Um, But hey, there was a a noteworthy acquisition. I think it was kind of shadowed by all the Blizzard news. But is it Dotemu? 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 I've heard of this company. And um, they're publishing the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Shredder's Revenge, and they also were involved in the Streets of Rage 4 game that I've just gushed about. Um, They were recently acquired by Focus Home Interactive. 
And that's kind of a mm-hmm. big deal. Um, the concern is, is is it, you know, they're so good at these 2D retro games. Do you think it's possible that Focus Home is just going to pull the plug on future projects like this for them and just, like, take their team? No. Focus Home has been pretty good about just, like, putting out these gems like this. So I don't think that – I don't think there's a conflict there. Um what would be really a bummer is that Focus Home is one of those one of those mid-tier publishers that is a prime target for somebody like Tencent or something like that yeah. to come in and buy up. And then I'd be a little bit more concerned, you know, more or less more or from the Microsoft political angle than anything. Yeah, and even even if they did, I mean, they share those games. They're not like you would think, a but. But even still, like I, I'm less concerned about that because usually a lot of those games will come over eventually or or whatever. You know, like yeah. it's it's one of those things that I'm I'm less concerned about. But is yeah, it I think that's okay. I mean, how do you say that? I would say Dotemu is how I would pronounce it. I don't know if that's how it's supposed D-O-T-E-M-U. to be pronounced, but that's how I would pronounce it. Yeah, I have no idea yeah. how to pronounce it. I've heard it different ways on different podcasts, and I read it I read it different every time I see it. But yeah, I thought I would at least let the listeners know that that happened. I mean, I haven't heard anyone talk about that on any of the podcasts I listen to or in many of the news channels. I got that from Push Square. I thought that was really interesting. Um but let's jump back to the VR world a little bit. We got uh, way more news on the PSVR 2. Uh, so apparently Sony had a developer presentation, and there are very exciting details leaking. I'm going to go through these bullet points. Jake, if you want to chime in on any of it, or maybe we can chat about it, I want to give you the bullet points. Some of this we already know. Some of it we didn't know. But the, for the, the one of the big takeaways is Sony is shooting for AAA content with full-blown games and not experiences for, for the new PSVR. Um they uh, the the headset is going to have an OLED screen with 2000 by 2040 resolution per eye. Um, there's additional talk of the screen being HD, HDR compatible. The field of view is 10 degrees more than the current PSVR coming at 110 degrees. It'll have built-in haptic feedback to help reduce motion sickness. And I, I looked into this a little bit and I thought this was interesting. The thought process behind it is that if you have small vibrations like in the headset when your character is walking or whatever, it can kind of trick your brain into actually thinking that you're moving and kind of help with the with the I'm moving but I'm not moving feeling that that creates like that motion sickness. The disconnect yeah. between what your inner yeah. ear is feeling so, and yeah, what a you, little yeah. bit of yeah, how weird, right? Um, so it's, it's supposed to have that. And, and they were, they were indicating that, you know, it's not going to be to the point where like, it's like giving you a headache or like, you know, it's going to be very subtle, barely even noticeable, but it's going to exist. Sure. Um, the, the foveated rendering, um, or foveated or foveated. I can't pronounce these words. They may have had a couple of drinks. I think it's foveated. Yeah. That, that sounds right. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but we've talked about this before, and essentially it's using eye tracking to compute the parts of the scene that your eyes are focusing on, to put all the, the processing towards those areas that you're specifically looking at. Um, Sony's also using flexible scaling resolution, so we're talking upscaling as well. So these games are going to hopefully be looking pretty pristine. And the goal is to have first-party developers create games that can be played in VR as well as played on like your flat screen TV, kind of like the RE7 uh, experience we had and how glorious that whole thing worked. Because it was like, here's a game you can fucking sit down with the controller and get a have a regular AAA experience. 
it's also 100% compatible with VR, and it works perfectly. So mm. that's what they're shooting for for PSVR 2. Um, the downfall um, is that the rumors are indicating there there is not going to be backwards compatibility with previous PSVR titles, although Sony's pushing for remasters of popular releases, and my guess is that's going to be like games like Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, Probably, who knows if they're going to do Astro- Thumper. Yeah, oh, God, please. Yeah, Thumper, Astrobot, maybe. You know, some of those things, I would imagine, are going to get, you know, maybe... I don't I don't think the Doom VR game did very well, but I'd like to see RE7 get it. But uh, mm-hmm. with all those features, man, um, what the fuck is this thing going to cost? Like, <laughs> like it's probably, it's probably not going to be cheap, but... I bet it's going to probably cost 500 bucks. It'll probably cost us. I mean, the PS4, well, the original PS4, or sorry, the original PSVR came out, cost the same as the console. Mm-hmm. So I have to imagine they're probably going to target that for this one too. It'll cost the same as the console at launch. So 500 are bucks you, or whatever the hell it at is. At that price point, are, are you even considering it? If, if it does all these mm-hmm. things and it's like fantastic and it's one cord? Uh, yes, because... <laughs> I say this, and this is probably a poor. This is probably poor. Uh, this is probably poor. Um, uh, poor budgeting. On probably your part. poor budgeting on my part. But I know that if I buy it and I don't like it, there's a good chance that I can resell it for almost what I paid for it. Mm. So you know what I mean? And I'm always interested, especially because of the podcast, but not even just because of the podcast. I'm always interested in the new Sony hardware. What does it do? Like, know. uh, you know, what are the experiences I can get out of it? Cause they've always done a really good job with that. But yeah, I am interested because the, the PSVR two does seem like it's like the sophomore release, man. It could be fucking awesome. Cause PSVR one was good. But it was kind of lacking. Dude, a I lot think of it's going to be a lot awesome. of departments, right? So, it, like, the cord was shitty. The resolution was a little bit low. It was a pain in the ass to set up. They could knock it out of the park with this one. And especially with the new fucking controllers and the haptics and the phobia. Yeah, those whatever, new motion controllers, man. Shoof. And the fact that it doesn't have a camera, which is awesome. Oh, by the way, funny story. Remember I told you how I didn't get the adapter? Yeah. You, I don't know why they sell a PS5 camera because you cannot use it with PSVR. I didn't think you could. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's so stupid. Um, it's for streamers, but, dude. Uh, streamers can stream in HD. I I guess that's got to be. Yeah, so I am I am excited for it. I'm I'm reserving my sort of super excitement until I actually see a little bit more about it. But like. Uh, I want to see what it looks like and all that kind of stuff. What it actually costs when it's coming out. Yeah. All these things are going to play a factor. Cool. But um, just a, a double back for just a second. I just watched a trailer for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder. It looks amazing. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, it looks so good. It looks I so good. It, it, yeah. it looks like uh, it looks like Streets of Rage did. You know, like the remaster for the remake for that. You know it what I mean? It looks so just. Good. It just looks quality. I mean, I hope it's good. I don't really play a lot of beat 'em ups anymore, but Dude, they, it looks good. They, anyway, yeah, I mean, Streets of Rage was so perfect. Like, yeah, every they nailed every aspect of that. The, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game is going to be fantastic. Also, last point of news, Jake. Uh, we're getting a little long in the tooth here with the show, so we're going to try to go through these, talk about the new games coming out, and then wrap things up. But I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, No Man's Sky. Uh, 8-9-2021, August 9th, was the five-year anniversary of No Man's Sky. 
And this is such a great underdog story of a never quitter. Like this game, I, and even though we don't actively play it, they really have done incredible things with this game considering where they started and where they ended. So big shout out to the team over there. And uh, I just, yeah, that, that game's so cool. And I'm glad it exists. And, and I have it, but I, I haven't really played played it. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, I need to I need to jump back in because I think that they also just, excuse me, I think they just announced another major update Yeah, for they're it. constantly updating this game, man. One and it's all free. I think all the updates are free. It's incredible. They've done so much for like, this game in the community. I really want to jump back into it, mostly because uh, I'm really interested in like interested in like the like haunted fucking ships yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and like, all, like none of this stuff was there when I played it originally. And that's VR too. And so I'd so. really. Yeah, I'd love to start a new character in that and just start from the beginning because I don't know what the fuck's going yeah, on. Yeah, I'd have to start from and, the top uh, and just try it out. But yeah, I, I have a, I, I'm with you. I applaud them for coming back. I mean, it's you know, it's hello game poo right? on them yeah. for for kind of lying about it whenever they launched it. But they they brought it around and they really made. They had a vision and they really you know they they uh, they made sure that money wasn't wasted on it for all the people who believed in them. So that's cool. Um, so yeah, uh, new games coming out August nineteenth. Recompile on the PS five, and then Train Sim World two Rush Hour on the PS five. August twentieth, we're getting that Fracked for PSVR game where you just fight people fracking. It's like downhill skiing yeah. slash like so, first person shooter. It's like so it's weird. Up. August twentieth, we're also getting Ghost of Tsushima director's cut PS five PS four, and then we're getting Madden NFL twenty twenty. They're sorry twenty twenty two PS five PS four. So some big games coming out. Next, this next I week. will tell you, I am considering buying the Iki Island update for Ghost of Tsushima yeah. on PS4. Oh, you won't play it on yeah. the PS5? I just don't want to pay the extra $10. I'll be honest with you. I just, I don't feel like 60 it's worth frames my money. Per second, man. You could play, it's, it's basically 60 frames. The PS4 version is basically 60 frames on PS5. That's what they say. The only difference, the only difference from what I can tell is that it's 4K resolution and they've got like the, the fake fucking Japanese lip sync. Those are like the two things that are different. Somebody needs to PayPal Jake 10 bucks, a listener, so he can buy the better version. PayPal me $10 and you'll get it. I'll buy the upgrade (laughs) because they literally have the PS4 version runs at 60 frames on PS5. Yeah. So it it literally it like the more I think when I originally when we originally talked about this I wasn't really all that offended by it but the more I've thought about it the more I'm like why the fuck are they charging for this yeah like it seems so like I get why they're charging for Iki Island sure charge away for that charge fifty dollars for it I don't give a fuck mm. it's totally new content but you got a you got a ten dollar upgrade and basically all that it's doing is it's adding some haptics and it's giving me four K resolution and you're faking Japanese lip sync yeah, yeah. like. I, I, no, thank you. Not for me. Dude, I had an idea, and I'm going to throw this at you real quick, and I'll throw it at the listeners, too. But we we are not super consistent as a podcast, but it would be really cool if we had like a $1 Patreon a month, 
right? We had one thing, like $1 a month for our listeners. If they wanted, you don't get anything, nothing that you wouldn't get otherwise. But if you want to support us, and maybe in like two years, we'll have $60 saved up. And then we'll like buy a new game (laughs) with your money and talk about it on the show. Now, I think we have more listeners than that, but I just wonder if that's something that we could do and justify doing. Like, we, we don't have the time to do extra episodes or, you know what I mean? A lot of these podcasts that have uh, Patreons have all these special things, right? Like, oh, you get early access. To, we're so inconsistent. We don't have a schedule, man. But like, if we're like, hey, if you believe what we're doing, if you want to throw us a buck every month, we'll take it. You know what I mean? And then we'll, we'll put it to the show somehow. We'll get stickers made or something get a mailing list or do something. Like, I don't think it's a bad idea. I, I don't like asking for something for nothing, but... To be fair, we are offering a podcast to our listeners every at least once a month. You know, what do you think? Yeah, so are a million other people. I do like the idea of like doing something really basic. Like, hey, if you sign up for a dollar a month or whatever, you know, we'll mail you a sticker or like something like that, where it's like, hey, you know, we appreciate you more than just like thanks for the money. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we'll give you a shout out on the show or something. People who are, or even like a special, yeah, you got, you get, I, I, I like the the sticker idea because you could have like a special, like Patreon exclusive, like kind of. P.S. This is awesome sticker. sticker. A, vinyl, or, like a die cut vinyl sticker for the show would be cool. Yeah, something like that would be pretty, pretty, pretty neat. And honestly, like for a podcast like ours, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. Just do like have one tier. It's one dollar a month, and it's literally just like your way you of know, saying hey, thanks. If you enjoy us, you know, throw us a buck. We'll throw you a sticker. And uh, you know we might be able to you know Dude, if we get a hundred people say is if we could get a hundred people to you, give us a dollar a month that would be enough for us to get a new game to review every like, month we'd have to say like hey yeah like we promise that we'll use the money for the podcast right yeah. it's not going to go to anything else I'm not going mean, to put it towards probably my groceries you know yeah like we, we have we jobs probably wouldn't make enough money anyway yeah. but like yeah we have jobs to do other things but it's like hey you know if we you don't want to lose money us... doing this show so but it's a good idea i don't know i don't know we could do something simple maybe worth a try maybe i'll set up a, a, a patreon for a one dollar patron like if one we one need tier, to get dude. together we're, we're discussing the plans on the podcast as we speak yeah we need to get together and shoot a video because you always have to have like a video on it yeah. right? to like promote the Patreon. You have to have one on the page that's like, hey, this is why you should fucking pay for our shit. And, you know, we can like have a two second video that's like, just do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> that's a, that's a, what is, what is that? Starsky yeah. Hutch Open the reference? Trunk. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Open the trunk. Do it. Oh, yeah. Give us a dollar. That's do funny. It. <laughs> uh, that's good shit. All right. Well, let's sign out of here, man. Let's get done with this. It's Sunday night. We got to work tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, there's no music at the end of the show. I want to have music at the end of the show. We haven't had music at the end of the show for the last five to ten shows. And I know you're out there. I know you're in a band. I know your friends are in a band. And they sure as shit probably aren't playing many concerts right now because of COVID. So if they want to be heard, we can put their song on the podcast. So have them email an mp3 to us at ps this is awesome at gmail.com along with the band name and the title of the song. And we will put it on the show if we uh, don't see anything wrong with it. 
And, uh, you know, also you can write us there. Write us at awesome at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to talk about. And if you guys want to see my big smash hit over the Green Monster, our Twitter account, I posted the video. It's like a 30... And, like, what I didn't realize real quick was that it was recording my audio. And when I hit the ball and it goes over, I think I'm like, yeah! And I yell. You can hear it in the background. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Anyways, hmm. I might start posting little video clips on our Twitter account. So go 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 over there. Spread, our, spread the love. Let people know we're out there. But, uh, like, Vampire, Vandal Hearts, and Valkyria Chronicles... P.S. P.S. This is this awesome. Is awesome.